Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 41 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor. Um, the title of today's podcast is Avoiding the Christmas Downturn. So as I record this, it is the very start of December 2020 in what has been a unique year to say the least. Um, a year that started very brightly for myself and my clinic um became problematic <laughs> or you could say more when covid came along and it caused a lot of uncertainty but we got through that and since like a lot of podiatry clinics have found ourselves very busy um we've grown by just short of 40 percent this year and i've made a lot of changes in my life i have installed a practice manager who runs my two clinics and i meet her for an hour an hour and a half a week and other than that, there's no great requirement for me to turn up to my clinics. My role now is more of um, overall overseeing the clinics, in charge of the marketing, in charge of recruitment and big picture thinking. So we're coming up towards the end of the year and uh, it made me kind of think back on the last few years or a few years ago, Christmas and what it was like. Um, depending on where you're listening to this, Christmas in Europe um, is quite a big thing and here in Ireland we pretty much everything closed unless you're in retail everything closes for pretty much two weeks um, the kids will be at home for just short of three weeks and there tends to be a pretty dramatic downturn in the number of patients that will come to you in the month of December and the number of patients who want to go ahead with expensive treatments so in the past, when uh, my business was not running as well as it is now, and I used to be honest, I used to dread Christmas, um, and it was a horrible experience on some occasions. Um, I, Because of the other 11 months of the year, just having enough money to get by, when you'd have the downturn in December, you would be running a loss. You'd have run out of money. And if you're in a situation like I was, where you really weren't in charge of your numbers. You weren't too sure what was happening. And you couldn't really do anything about it because um, you had to close for nearly two weeks. And whether Even if you did open, patients didn't want to come and see you. Um, or at least I didn't know how to get them to come and see me. I used to find Christmas extremely stressful and I never looked forward to it because I always knew I would run out of money and I would spend the time between the Christmas and New Year when we reopened, constantly looking at the bank account to see when was I going to run out of money because I had to pay my staff's wages, yet I had no income. I had no money in the bank. And for a number of years, probably three years in a row, I paid myself nothing for December. And that was extremely stressful for me and for my wife um, because Christmas is a time when you're supposed to get gifts for each other, for your friends, for your family, and for our kids. But we didn't have any money. Um, and we couldn't buy ourselves anything for each other. And you'd kind of wonder, why am I doing this all year? If it, When it comes to Christmas, when you're supposed to be celebrating as a family, you're completely stressed. 
you're um, worried about money all of the time. And on two occasions, two years in a row, when things got so bad, and I sat down and did the numbers kind of early in the year, early in December, when I kind of figured out what, I, what, what was coming, realizing that I was going to run out of money and I wouldn't have enough money. And I don't mean to pay myself, but simply to pay my staff's wages. And I had to go and ask my parents, who who are, as I speak, in their mid-80s. So, you know, they were they were in their late 70s, early, uh, just around coming up to 80. And they should have been enjoying their life. And instead, here they were with their husband, who on the outside seemed to have a successful clinic, having to ask them for a loan over Christmas to keep them going. Uh, to keep the keep the clinic going and be able to pay not for himself but simply to pay his staff's wages, pay the rent, and not go bust over the Christmas period. So, if you're listening to this and if any of that, even half of it or a quarter of a ten percent of it sounds like you, well, then I empathise because I know exactly what it's like. So the the idea of this podcast is to give you some pointers on how to. Uh, make sure that you have a better Christmas and you avoid the downturn that invariably will come with the Christmas period. So, three things that I would do. Um, and the first would be, I would tell you to make sure that you're completely on top of your cash flow projections for the rest of December. So if you haven't done this already, sit down after this podcast and work out How much money are you going to need between now and when you can reopen your clinic um, in January or when I say reopen or when you get an appreciable number of patients and then work out how much it's going to cost you to run the clinic over the next few weeks because if you've got staff, they still expect to be paid even if you're closed and figure out are you going to have a shortfall and if you're going to have a shortfall, be proactive about it. And what I mean by being proactive is find out where you can get the short-term cash. Go and speak to your bank manager or friends and family if you have to, like I had to, and learn from this. If you find that you haven't don't have enough cash, learn from it so that in Christmas 2021, you won't have the same situation. And what how you do this is you start to put money aside every single week, every single month from January onwards so that when you know that in 20, December 2021, you won't make the same mistake you've made this year and all the other years, i.e. you run a cash like I used to do. You'll have a cash buffer to get you through the period that's coming up. So I know for certain, and I've told my wife this in January because my wife handles all of my accounts now um, because she's much better at it, um, that we were going to run maybe a loss in December or probably just break even. And looking at the accounts today, I'd say we're going to break even. But I made sure we had sufficient funding in place to, as an absolute minimum, see us through the Christmas period. Now, we've had a very good year, and last year was exceptional. So um, we have enough money to see us through multiple months of Christmases. But not everybody's as lucky as as we are in our clinic. So all you need to do is just have enough to get you through the period of time where you're going to have a downturn or closed and then from next year on come up with a more solid plan look further ahead don't leave it to the last minute the second thing you'll tend to find that happens over the Christmas period is that patients will come in and they'll decide they don't want to go ahead with treatment so think of the scenario patient comes in and they have um, heel pain for the last year and 
you explain to them what it is, you explain to them what they need to do, and you explain how long it's going to take. And then the question comes up, how much is this going to cost you? And obviously, you're not going to trick or fix somebody's heel pain uh, that they have a year in the next week. So you'll explain it's going to take quite a number of time, while and it might cost um, might be expensive. And what invariably will happen is the patient will go, well, December's quite a, uh, an expensive month. I've got a lot of bills coming up and so on. I'll leave it until the new year. Now, I understand this, but this is a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake on your behalf because it means that that patient um, may not come back in the new year. Um, they may not go ahead. And it's going to affect your cash flow. And cash flow is king, especially at a period of the year like this. So it's imperative that you be prepared and ready for this. And the answer that you should give that patient is something along the lines of that if they were to wait until the new year, the problem will be worse and it will take longer to fix and will end up costing them more. So it's likely to be a false economy. So you need to do everything you possibly can to at least get that patient to commit to starting treatment before Christmas. They don't necessarily have to pay for it all. I mean, we all understand that this is a time of the year when people have other financial priorities, but their health isn't going to stop uh, getting worse over the Christmas period. So get started on that treatment before the Christmas period. In some way or other, make get that commitment from the patient. The third thing you see, and... I used to do this mistake myself, um, but I make sure I, do, I, I drill my staff on this, that the worst thing you want to hear your staff say is as they walk that patient out the door, give me a call in the new year and we rebook that appointment. Because once that patient's left and hasn't made that appointment, then the new year is a long way off. There's a lot of distractions between now and then. And what you'll find is you'll come back to your clinic on the 2nd or 3rd of January, whenever it happens to be, and You're waiting for the phone to ring instead of coming back to a diary that's already full and has those patients booked in. So don't let those patients uh, put that appointment off for the new year. Have them rebook it now because you will be busy in the new year because there will be people who are not coming to your clinic at all yet who are deciding, I'm going to wait until January and get that foot pain sorted. My advice to you, is the patients you have now that you're walking out that door, get them to rebook their next appointment in January. Those, obviously, that need to start treatment now, get them to start treatment now. But if you have a patient who comes in, for example, for a regular chiropathy appointment or whatever it happens to be, maybe they come every six weeks or every eight weeks or every four weeks, get them to book that next appointment today. Don't change your procedures of rebooking your next appointment simply because Christmas is coming and they can't think beyond Christmas. If they're still not able to make that commitment, they simply can't make that appointment, then take their details and tell them, I'll call you in the new year. The worst thing you want to find is that you open your doors, you find you find your diaries empty and you're sitting waiting for their phone to, to ring. At the very minimum, you should have a number of uh, patients you're going to be calling to rebook those appointments. The last thing I'd say to you is over the Christmas period, if you've been working on your marketing properly, you should find that it can continue to work between the Christmas and New Year. So just because Christmas is coming um, and people are on their holidays doesn't mean you should shut off your marketing. 
If I give you an example, when we opened up last year, we came back to work on the 2nd of January. We had over 70 emails of leads that we had to follow. And it allowed us to completely fill our book and to have the best January on record that we'd ever had. So don't turn off your marketing. Don't think, I'll switch my business off between Christmas and New Year. Yes, you take a break, but keep your marketing automated and keep it running over the New Year. So finally, what I'd say to you is, like I've said throughout my podcast episodes, is don't wait for Christmas to come and affect you. Have a plan, be prepared, and because of the change of circumstances doesn't mean that you can't be in charge of what happens to you and to your business. Lastly, before I go, um, I just wanted to bring your attention to a new uh, quiz that we have, a free quiz we have on our website, morepracticeprofits.com forward slash quiz. And this quiz essentially allows you to figure out what the value your clinic is. So basically, how much could you get if you decided you had to sell your clinic. So it's something we don't tend to think about very much. We tend to just plow along and think, I'll sell my clinic someday, hopefully. And in a lot of cases, podiatry clinic owners that I speak to are kind of surprised how little their clinic is worth. It's not worth as much as they thought. And this quiz, just um, it's 12 simple questions, takes about 60 seconds to fill in, and it gives you an idea of how much or what multiple of your profit you could achieve if you tried to sell your clinic. So that's www.morepracticeprofits.com forward slash quiz. So go to there, have a look, and uh, let me know what you think of it. Until next week, this is Lorcan O'Donnell, podiatrist and health business mentor, signing out.